Welcome, everybody, to The Building Code. I'm Zach Matovich. And I'm Charlie Bertwistle. Charlie, how you been, man? Uh, I've been fantastic. I feel like Zach and I work together quite a bit. We've talked about that before, and we're always in business mode, and we're trying to get stuff done, and we never have a whole lot of fun. And then we jump into the podcast studio, and it's the highlight of my week. That's so, true. Very, very excited to be, and it's a beautiful Friday people, afternoon. People stop us in the hallway and like, the podcast day? It's got like, a different energy. Yeah, a little... Show. A little uh, different mood, a little pep in the step, and it's 4.30 on a Friday. So very, very excited to be here. Uh, Zach, tell the the people listening who we have on this episode of The Building Code. You got it. Today, we've got Eric Pierce from Color Houses down in Houston, Texas. And we're here to talk a little bit about his experience using Builder Trend. He's got a really interesting backstory. I do want to give a little nod. If you're not watching this episode on YouTube... You're going to be missing out on something special. We did hear he will be joining from his uh, country, like out in the country. So he'll have a nice scenic background behind him. Very, very excited to see. His country of Texas. <laughs> his country of Texas. All right, let's get Eric in here. Hey, Eric, welcome to The Building Code. Really excited to have you here today. Thank you for joining us from the country. First time out in the rural areas of Texas. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got starting construction? Yeah, well, um, so my myself and, and my business partner, Zach, uh, we were both teachers, uh, in a no previous way. life, it seems. I was a teacher. And, and Zach. So was Zach. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Excellent. Um, yeah, it was awesome. Um, but he, he left teaching, um, a little bit before I did. And, uh, he, we both separately independently moved into historic homes in Houston, um, or, you know, homes in historic areas in Houston. And, um, renovated them and uh you know lived in them with our families um and uh when he left teaching he wanted to he wanted to get into building he knew like that's what he wanted to do um and he so uh he started uh, buying you know a house at a time and, and renovating it and um and and then selling it and uh you know kind of moving on to the next one um and uh but he he really he carefully renovated them because they were also, you know, historic homes. Um, and so, uh, he would, he would, he would do that. Uh, so he did that for a few years and, or a couple of years. And, um, he decided he wanted to go back to school and get his master's in architecture. And so, uh, he went to U of H and, and started working on his master's in architecture. And about that same time, I decided to start looking for a new career. My wife is also a teacher and, uh, we were having kids and, um, we're like, you know, I just wanted something, a new challenge. And, um, and he, we, he and I had been friends for a while at that point. And he, you know, so I knew what he had, what he had been doing. Uh, and when he went back to architecture school and I was telling him I was leaving, um, teaching, uh, he talked, we started talking about, uh, working on things together. We had both renovated a, a couple of homes each at that point. Um, and, um, so at that point, he just he started building a house for himself, a custom home, and he asked me to help him because he was in school. So I, I basically project management project managed it for him, um, and it went really well. And we decided to just kind of take a shot at, at mixing um, friendship and business. And um, so I, I joined Color Houses, and he had, at that point he had had the company for a couple of years for his renovations, and so I joined up, and and uh, we became partners and. Um, we've been doing it ever since. I love it. I mean, it's actually really common. Uh, we always like to joke, like construction's kind of like a quilt. You know, we got a lot <laughs> of different backgrounds yeah. uh, for that yeah. end up in this 
amazing industry. Really excited. What did you teach? Um, is there like a, like, did you teach construction sciences or are you like a, Oh no, like no, a, like I, a science I taught, teacher. Uh, and you're like, I'm going to go into building. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I taught middle school, um, language arts and history. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. That also is. a former history teacher. So awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Zach constantly makes me feel bad about, uh, just my general knowledge, I guess. Yeah. But know. then he hits me with like a data <laughs> science formula and I'm like, what am I looking at here? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> so remind me again, Eric, I may have missed this at the beginning, but about how long ago was that when, um, you and Zach started the the color houses. So Zach started the company in in 2010, and I joined him in 2013, and uh, and we became partners at that point. Nice. Gotcha. Been after a while, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say coming up on uh, 10 years. 10 yeah. years next year, yeah. Very yeah. cool. So how is the how's the company kind of grown and uh, kind of evolved to where it was at 10 years ago to where it's at today? Oh man, it's um it's it's grown a lot. You know, we started basically. Um, just doing so well, like I said, he, he had started doing renovations, buying a house and renovating it and, and selling it. And um, so I started helping him with that. Once we finished his house and we realized that this was a thing that we could do and, and, and um, you know, pursue that um, we start, we would buy a house and renovate it. And we also started kind of putting our name out there, uh, friends and family and that sort of thing. Uh, we did some just bathrooms and, and small kitchens and, and things like that, um, but through but through Zach's uh, going to architecture school, um, he really kind of he he'd always had a passion for the design side of things. But he's also just super energetic, loves to be in the mix, in the middle of things. He wants to be on site, and um, so we we kind of when he got out of school and we kind of had a couple of little projects, you know, behind us. Uh, we really looked at making color houses, a small design build firm and, uh, quickly realized that he, he, we, I didn't have the expertise to be, you know, behind the computer drawing stuff, designing, and he didn't really want to be, he wanted to use that knowledge on site to, to do, you know, to build interesting things for, uh, architects and, and that sort of thing. And so we really, we had started developing relationships with some of the local award-winning architects in Houston and, uh, we started getting our name out there and 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 um, showing off some of the stuff that we had done previously and uh, picked up a couple of of additions and things with um, some of our local architects and realized that that was what we wanted to do. We we, we basically want to be the architect's builder, you know, uh, for for central Houston and for those historic areas around Houston. Um which we found was really kind of a niche that the architects were looking for as well. I mean, there's, there are tons of great builders in Houston. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, so many, there's so many custom builders that are doing, you know, really big projects. There are smaller builders, um, you know, doing just like small renovations and, and nothing that really needs design and plans. You know, they all need design, but they don't need these huge sets of plans or anything. And so the architects we talked to, um, had a really limited uh, uh, a limited pool of, of builders to go to where they have these, you know, nothing super crazy, but, you know, 30 page plans uh, with with, you know, drawn out details and, and all of these things. And um, that that the builders that they had had worked with just weren't quite equipped to uh, to deal with. And um, we felt that that was an area that we could really excel in. Um, 
based on our knowledge of, of plans and design on our end. Um, and, and then our passion for just, you know, being out there and, and, and being a part of, of the actual construction and being part of the cruise and, you know, uh, being part of the action. Yeah. And, and so we've really kind of built our company around that. And now we typically take on, uh, I'd say six to eight projects a year. Uh, we've grown a lot in the last few years. Um, and they're all typically, uh, historic renovations plus additions. And it's all generated or it's all designed by these local architects that, um, they, every, every project is a custom build. Um, and so, you know, it's, we've come a long way in the last, in the last several years where, when we've really kind of transitioned to, um, getting our name out there to, to different architects and, and kind of, um, just, uh, moving along, moving along and, and building up our, um, our connections to that. And we've gotten to the point where now, you know, we have a few architects where, you know, they get a client, they do the design. Sometimes we're involved really early in the design with pricing and, um, just talking through some of the, the design elements, uh, based on, you know, the budgets that, that the architects have. Um, and some of our architects are, you know, we're like on a short list of builders that the architect just kind of sends the, uh, sends the client out to, um, for bids once the plans are done. So we kind of have a mix of those things, but, um, we've gotten to where generally we're on this short list of builders who these architects really want to, um, work with. And so it's been really exciting with us because we've done some just really cool things that we're really proud of. Yeah, I bet. That sounds awesome. I'm really interested before we go too far about, you know, two X teachers getting into building, how, what was like the elevator pitch to get the architects to like take a flyer on you're like how did you break into that connection or did he did zach meet him through like architecture school or i'm really um a, a couple of ways yeah zach met some through architecture school um some of them we we did a couple of new construction uh builds that we we uh we bought like a lot with an old house on it and we renovated the old house and sold that and then split the lot and put up some new, uh, new construction. And so for that, we, we went to a local architect and, and got some of his plans and, um, worked with him to build those. And from there, there are in many ways, I mean, Houston is huge and yeah. there are so many builders, so many architects, but again, in a lot of ways, the, the architecture, uh, community is really small. I mean, um, you know, we definitely work with architects who have gone to school all over, but a lot of the architects we worked with or work with have gone to Rice or U of H um, for architecture school. Even if they get, didn't get their bachelor's there, they just kind of ended up going there and then sticking around in Houston and, and, and doing their thing. And so once we kind of got in with a couple of them, you know, they would talk to their friends who are in this community and they'd say, oh, yeah, these guys, you know, did good work. You know, if you're looking for someone and um and so we just slowly over the past 10 years have have um, just grown into being a part of that community. And um, and now we're our name is kind of starting to get outside of, of that smaller community um, from within those two those two schools and, and into some other stuff that we're really excited about. Um, but that's kind of where we started was, um, you know, focusing on on these this architect community through Rice and through U University of Houston, we'd go. I uh, Zach and I would both go to uh, uh, Rice has a has a big design association and they do a big house tour yeah. every year. And so you know, for several years, we just go on this house tour and and meet the architects who are on this yeah. tour and 
you know, we'd start to just put our name out there. Um, you know, hey, we're, we're doing, oh, we're doing this project, you know, down the street. Uh, you know, we'd love to, for you to come take a look. And, um, and some of them did, some of them didn't. And, um, and it's so we've started to, we've, we've kind of grown through that. So a lot of it was very specifically kind of targeting um, people to come, you know, take a look at our work and, and take a look at our finished product, take a look at what we're doing, you know, at framing and, and rough in and, you know, whenever they want to come by, just bring them by so they can see our whole process um, and, and understand, understand that. Yeah, that's, that's awesome to hear the, the growth and, and obviously congrats on the 10 years. Uh, curious, how many employees uh, do you have now or what's kind of like your team setup look like? Yeah, our, our team setup is Zach and I, and then we recently hired an office manager um, and she's been incredible. We've, we've really been working on um, really integrating Builder Trend into these processes um, and um, yeah, and we've gotten big enough where we we needed someone else on the back end to just help us keep things organized, keep our calendars organized, um, you know, help us with our to-do list, you know, just build all of that stuff out and keep everything in Builder Trend, and then also get that stuff from Builder Trend sent out to our crew. And then beyond that, we've brought our we've brought a trim carpentry crew and our painters in-house, oh. and so that's really allowed us to. Um, to really focus on, uh, you know, some of the more complex details that, that we're working on. Um, we, we work with a lot of really good subs, um, for all of our trades and framing and, and some of those pieces. Um, but, um, having our trim carpentry crew and our paint crew, they, they both, um, you know, know each other very well. So there's a lot of communication between our carpentry and painters so that, it's not just like carpenters coming and do their thing and then leave and then painters are left to, you know, fix a nail hole or do this or do that. Um, you know, they're, they're really working together and they're cognizant of, of, you know, what the like, carpenters are cognizant of what they're leaving for the painters. And um, at the same time, the painters know the carpenters, you know, we're they're they're all kind of integrated together in the same company. And so they'll, they have no problem giving our carpenters a call and say, Hey, you know, we've got, you know, this and this and this, here's a small punch list before we really get going. Um, can you come take care of this? And carpenters like, yeah, we'll be there. You know, we, we schedule them based on our workload and everything. And, um, so there's just a lot of, of really good energy between those, you know, within our company and, and between those two groups. Um, and so we have a crew of three three painters and four trim carpenters, and we can also you know grow and, and shrink that um, as as needed based on our project load. But those seven people are really our core, the core of Color Houses, um, and and uh, and so they they're with us all the time. They're with us full time, and they um, they're they're fantastic. You know, they're all experts in what they do, and it's also allowed us to really experiment with different materials, different methods, um, you know, and in some sense, it's not just a, a cabinetry crew. I mean, it's, it's, they're capable of doing some really nice woodworking and, and different things. And especially in these historic houses, you know, sometimes we're able to offer fabricating, uh, you know, uh, trim or, or cornice work or whatever that will match up with the existing house or if stuff is broken and we're repairing it, you know, we have the, we have the capability of uh, being able to fabricate the things that we need to really bring that authenticity 
uh, to the new part of, of the construction. So it's been really cool. We've done some neat cabinetry, some, a little bit of furniture, nothing, nothing crazy. You know, we're not out selling furniture or anything, but, um, just some nice pieces for like <laughs> clients that are like, Oh, Hey, can you build this thing for us? And we're like, yeah, we can. And so it's, that's, that's, awesome. that's been really awesome. Do you, did you know those guys previously Were they subs and then you decided to bring them on staff for whatever reason, a lot of the builders I've worked with in Texas have more and more started to bring the trades that they really trust for certain, you know, for carpenters. So that quality control, obviously it's a huge opportunity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, we've worked, especially in those two areas, we've worked with several different subs and just at different points, um, in, in, in our progress, we've, we've worked with these people and we would get to the point where, we were requesting from our sub, you know, who has maybe, you know, several groups uh, or several teams of carpenters and painters and whatever. Um, like, Hey, we really want this guy on our project because we know that they are capable and we know that they are, are going to you know, really take care of the job, um, especially for what we're doing. And, um, and, and so as those relationships grew, we got to know those guys and really it had to do with, a lot of a lot of these guys are are working for uh, people that are are kind of paying them by the job or you know by the week or whatever. And so there's no there's no real consistency. Yeah. If there's a lot of work, then they're making really good money and they're doing their thing. And then if the work falls off for whatever reason, then they're stuck for a day or a week or however long. And um, they really have to plan for that. So when some of those guys would would be stuck they'd call say hey do you have anything to do and uh we'd finally just say hey look you know we can bring you on and pay you consistently give you some time off and um you know whether we've got specific carpentry work to do or not we always have work of some sort whether it's you know running through a framing punch list or trim punch list or, or just whatever um and so it, it was it was really a beneficial um, it was beneficial for both of us where they would get, you know, a consistent kind of, you know, job, um, career and, and worry less about the day to day, week to week paycheck. Um, and so, and they're, they're all of our guys are really great. Like they, they very much specialize in, in what they do. They're experts in what they do, but they're also willing to do whatever needs to be done for the company. So sometimes they're, building fence. Sometimes they're building, you know, walnut cabinetry, <laughs> you, know, it's, you know, so uh, most of the time they're doing the walnut cabinetry kind of stuff. But um, every now and then, you know, they're they're willing to just jump in and, and help, which has been amazing. That's yeah. awesome. Well, Zach and I know all about doing what you have to do for the company. You're talking to a data scientist and a customer success senior manager who just <laughs> happened to host a podcast now. Yeah, uh, right. We, I, I would like to say we were chosen for this, but I think uh, we were the only two that volunteered. And, and here we are. So <laughs> wasn't a long list. <laughs> but no, that yeah. that that's really cool to hear. And and like Zach mentioned, I feel like that's something that people are slowly starting to shift to more and more is bring pe- bring things in house, standardized processes, um, just more consistency um, in the day to day. Obviously, continues to allow you to scale at a, a faster and faster clip. Um, I'm interested to hear, we always like answering or asking this question, but I'm interested to hear from your perspective as someone that kind of came into the game cold uh, and now has been a part of a very successful business over the past 10 years that's been able to scale. What kind of advice would you give to people that are maybe looking to start out and and started, you know, anywhere kind of in the construction industry or even people that have been around for, you know, maybe 20, 30, 40 years that are looking to 
to grow uh, their their business? Yeah. So the biggest thing that we've learned is in order to scale, you have to have your processes and systems in place. Um, and that goes from the beginning from your sales process through the construction process um, and even, you know, just your process for for communicating with clients, your process for getting your um, your selections done, processes for um, change orders, all of that stuff. I, you know, we we learned all of that stuff on, along the way. And there are times when you're just winging it and then you realize, you know, we've got to we've got to, we've got to get this down, you know, written down and, and, and built into the, the, the process that we're, we're working on and, and build out checklists and build out calendars and, and those things to help you um, just maintain that consistency uh, throughout your projects um, and, and make sure that you have your, um, make sure that you have your notes and, 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 you know, just, all of that stuff when you have a meeting uh, with the clients or or with your subs or whatever, have your agenda, you know. And, and Builder Trend has been really helpful with that. I mean, we 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 take our notes and then we put it into Builder Trend. We put it into a daily log, uh, or into a change order or selection or whatever, and um, and we have all of that data right there. And and the client has access to that that information. We have access to that information um, because we're doing projects that are you know at this point they're a year long plus. And, you know, you start out and everyone's, um, you know, luckily we've had really, really great clients uh, to work with so far uh, for the most part. But um, even with great clients, you talk about something back in framing um, and then you get to trim or paint or whatever. And they, they walk through and they're like, Hey, why did we do this? And instead of just being like, Oh, remember, we kind of talked about that, that one time, right. um, you know, we can go back and pull up the notes and say, okay, we, we decided on this, you know, this is why we make that decision at the time. It still is relevant today. Or, you know, maybe do you want to change something? If so, you know, we can, we can write up a change order real quick um, and, and figure out the cost and, and discuss, you know, what makes most sense for you guys and uh and go from there so having you know really having those processes um built into everything that we're doing throughout the the entire project and through uh, and across our projects um has been just really really huge for us yeah we we love to hear that and we tried not to make it too salesy on the podcast uh builder trend but you just kind of did it for us so well uh if you're ever looking for another gig we can get you up to omaha and get you on the phones and sling some some builders yeah. for us. Hey, you want to call nice. call uh the yeah it, i mean it really has been helpful we've yeah i'm we've curious really i'm curious how did, how'd you guys uh discover builder trend and about how long ago did you implement it we we started implementing it right around the beginning of covid so oh gotcha three years ago now four years ago now um and really it got to once we had once we had grown from you know doing these smaller jobs that are only a couple of months long or a few months long um and or like plus like one or two big projects to where we were managing you know four six eight you know year-long projects um it just got overwhelming i mean we just couldn't keep up um and we you know there was a there was a huge learning curve there um there was, you know, just trying to figure out those processes. And, you know, basically we, we Googled like, you know, what, what are good project management software? We, we use some, some other project management software that is more generic and, and um, you know, it's like 
25, 50, $75 a month, whatever. And, um, and we used it for about six months and it just, it was, it, it was good for what it did, but it, we, during that time we kept, we were, we were always looking during that time for something more comprehensive. Um, and, and we had come across builder trend and a few other, uh, soft pieces of software. And at first the, the price was just, um, you know, given where we were at the time, the cost of builder trend just seemed really high. Um, and you know, when we were using this really cheap project management software and it wasn't, it wasn't built for, for builders or, or for construction. It's just one of these ones that you find on the internet. That's like, Hey, pay us, you know, 25 bucks a month and, and we'll give you a calendar and, and some, um, you know, some, some other things, some other things to use. Um, and we, we, so during that time, we really started looking in more and more to building trend, builder trend. And so, um, you know, around six months of using this other one, we kind of dove in and, and we, we called up and, and started a trial and, you know, got connected with a trainer. And, um, from there, you know, we, we really worked hard to implement it properly. Um, and, and, the, the deeper we got into it, the more we realized uh, just how valuable it really is. And the, the, the time savings and, like I said, building those processes uh, around what Builder Trend offers. And, and it was really easy because Builder Trend is, is geared towards builders. And so, you know, you had the processes that we were trying to figure out. Uh, you know, how, how, do we, how do we do a, a better uh, change order process so that we're not just eating cost or, or just telling clients, yeah, we can do that. No problem. And then, then we're like, okay, that's, you know, that's 500 bucks or whatever. And they're like, wait a minute, you said you could do that. And we're like, well, yeah, but you know, and so, um, so just, so just working through figuring out how to, um, how to, how to do those processes efficiently and, and builder trend had so many of those things already built in and there's a learning curve for sure for builder trend, uh, because it's got so many pieces, but the trainers are excellent. We worked really closely with the trainer for, you know, the first few months. Um, and then since then, you know, the, 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 the catalog of trainings that we can do your customer service. I, I chat with someone on customer service, you know, every few months, just because something we've, we've started to work with a new piece of the, the software or we're, or we're getting deeper into a part of the software and like, wait a minute, how does this connect to this? And, you know, they, we get on and chat and uh, they work through it with me and now I've got it and, you know, move on. Um, and so it was, it, it was just, um, it was a combination of, um, working, working through our process and finding something, some software that would help us to build out those processes, um, most efficiently and, and that would allow us to, um, you know, just really communicate with all of the parties because, you know, we're not spec home builders where it's just me and Zach, like going through and saying, all right, we're going to do this. And we want to put this here and whatever, you know, we've got owners uh to deal with we've got the architects to deal with uh the subs and um and then each other you know me and zach and so and then our in our crews and so um finding something that could accommodate all of those various parties and do it efficiently and honestly in a way that made sense um was difficult to find until we until we really got in and and 
evaluated and, and looked at Builder Trend and and saw what it could do for our business. Uh, and I imagine too, I'm interested with your historic home, you know, market. I, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure like if these were like the architects driving a lot of the renovation or are a lot of your clients like they already own the property and you're coming in and renovating it or are they right. resell? Are they all of our clients at this point? Um, it, every now and then we're, we're about to start a new construction project with an architect. Yeah. Um, so every now and then we do those, but for the last five or six years, almost all of our projects have been owners who have, um, you know, this wonderful bungalow or craftsman style house or something. I mean, you know, when I talk about historic homes, sometimes I'm talking to people like in the Northeast or something, Chicago or San Francisco, even where they're like, Oh, you know, 1910, that's, that's young. That's not historic. (laughs) Right. What are you talking about? But in Houston where everything is always new all the time, (laughs) like having something that is actually historic and has, some of our, our, our unique, um, you know, vernacular, uh, for the South, um, Texas flair is, is, yeah, yeah. It's it, you know, it, not everyone is, is capable of, of dealing with those things. And so all of our projects are, are in these historic neighborhoods. They're typically dealing with, um, an older, you know, obviously an older home, but a, a smaller home, you know, a thousand, 1200, 1500 square feet, um, a lot of them are basically two bedroom, one bath kind of things. Uh, and in some of the areas they have, you know, they, they do have um, just different designs. We do a lot of bungalows, a lot of craftsman style homes, and then a lot of uh, like dog trot kind of uh, homes with breezeways and that sort of thing. And all of these homes, you know, they're, they're historic to Houston, you know, specifically. And they, they were all built before we had insulation, you know, or, or like the new insulation that we that we use now. I mean, they've all got some like cotton fiber or, or you know, different methods of cooling the house. But it was all before air conditioning. They're you know they're all using this old like heartwood pine for uh, shiplap and, and the the guts of the house. And so many of these houses in these areas just get knocked down, and then someone puts up something that is kind of similar, but you know, not, not the same, all of this old, you know, beautiful wood goes into the landfill and it's all, you know, new SYP and, and different things. And, um, which there's, there's nothing inherently wrong with that, but our goal, our passion was really trying to preserve some of that, um, and, and renovate some of these homes back to what they were before. Um, you know, we've, in the last couple of years, we've done several homes where, over the last hundred years, people will take out the breezeway. They'll build into the breezeway and there'll be like a bathroom. You go through the front door and then there's like a bathroom in the middle of what used to be this beautiful hallway, you know, where you would open the front door and the back door and open the windows and the air, you know, comes through and circulates and that's how you cooled your house. And now it's all just, you know, built in. And um, so we've done a lot of work, you know, reopening those houses and really bringing them back to um you know, we'll, we'll put air conditioning, we modernize them, um, we do what we need to do. Um, but if the if the owner wants to turn off the AC, uh, you know, in the fall, because people don't realize people think of Houston is just hot and humid, hot and humid. And no doubt, it very that's what much I think is. Of. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I've been is. there, that's been my from, experience from June to August. And <laughs> this year into October, which was not cool. But, um, you know, it, it can be very hot and humid. But then you get into October, November, December. And instead of shoveling snow, we have these just, you know, beautiful dry breezes coming through and people want to 
open it up and and um so we've done a lot of work you know adding on to those smaller houses really building them out into homes that that families can live in but also that are maintaining that that beautiful character from you know around the turn of the century um and they're able to just turn off the ac and and open the house up and and enjoy the the weather when we've got it um and so that's that's really been our focus uh and so a lot of we've gotten to the point where all of our referrals are through architects they they are bringing us the clients so we've built that you know we've built that reputation now where we're not going and, and you know trying to sell ourselves i mean we're always trying to sell ourselves but um you know now we we've we've built our reputation enough that architects send their clients to us and um and and we're capable of executing what they've planned out and what they've designed and and really the hardest part is figuring out how to do it within the budget that they want to do it in especially this year and in, in the last year and a half or so last two years um that's getting harder and harder but generally um yeah we're 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 building these houses or we're, we're at renovating and adding on to these houses for families that uh we love the historic homes and love the historic neighborhoods that are you know i mean because they're very walkable um there's you know they're just it's it's really great communities to live in um and you're not gonna you're not gonna get you know necessarily what you find in the suburbs with these giant houses um but they want a little more space and they want to be able to have a family and not have you know a couple of kids in one room and sharing a bathroom and you know that sort of thing so they want some more space but they want to keep that historic uh that historic look and, and that feel of of those those old materials and and we're excited about that and happy to to help them out with that yeah that makes a ton of sense watch this segue charlie speaking of saving cost materials takeoff You've been using Builder Trend Takeoff to yeah, yeah, see that it was good. Uh, <laughs> you've been using that to uh, with Builder Trend. We recently launched a new feature, so I'd love to talk a little bit how that has improved your processes. What's your experience been like with the new Takeoff feature? Yeah, it's it's been really great. Uh, I think it's 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 huge that Builder Trend has added that piece um, to the software. It was another piece that we spent a lot of time kind of looking for and looking at and. There are some really great software packages out there for for takeoff, um, but this one is really simple. It's it's you know you're able to instead of uh, getting out a, a scale ruler and, and your plans and and you know trying to find your um, your square footages for tile or, or wood floors or whatever. Um, is that you know, what you're doing it, before you were getting out and you were basically yeah yeah i mean because again at the time when we were when we were just you know a younger company we didn't have the money to go out and spend i mean some of these some of these takeoff packages the really nice ones are are really expensive and um and so yeah i mean a lot of times we're just old school using a, a ruler and and uh, that sort of thing sometimes um you know zach because he's um capable with uh, autocad and, and that sort of thing i mean he can pull those things um, the, those dimensions and everything, um, if we need to, but it, then it's, it's still pretty labor intensive to, yeah. because it's, it's, you've still got to get the plans in there and, and draw them out and not only draw them out, but, but dimension them and everything. Um, this process is really easy. You just upload your, your pages and you, you know, you pull your page on the screen and, and scale it and, and you go. And, um, I love that it's, you know, it's got all these layers, uh, you can, I, I, I can, it's really easy to save and, and print from, um, 
frequently I am, am pulling, you know, square footages and then sending what I have, what I've drawn on there. And it's all, you know, you can, you've got a million colors to choose from and all that kind of stuff. So I'll send them a page of like, you know, the, the bathroom tile, the bathroom floor tile is this and it's this space. And, uh, you know, the mudroom tile is, is this dimension and, and this space. And I'll shoot that over to the architect just to verify. And they'll say, yeah, but we also wanted that tile here or whatever. And um, so you go back in and, and draw it up and you've got your, you've got your totals. And, um, and then I just send it over to the vendor and, and that the vendor can also see it's not just a square footage that I'm giving them, but they can see the layout because we were often using, you know, custom tile or, or at least um, not necessarily custom tile, but just um, very like patterned tile and, and all of these different things. Um, and it's not as simple as, you know, just putting in some 12 by 24s or some squares. We use a lot of hex and an octagonal tile with patterns and um, or different colors. And so we're able to to work with the vendor very easily through that process um, to figure out how much of each color or pattern or whatever we need of those tiles. Um, and it's been really, it's been really, really helpful. Um, we're, we're much more accurate than we used to be. Uh, it's m much quicker, obviously, than what it used to be. I can, I can, um, you know, get some, get some stuff drawn in, in a few minutes and, um, and get it out and then, and then get into the back and forth rather than telling them, you know, it's going to be a couple days or whatever. And so it's, it's really helped streamline, uh, my process as, as I, I'm generally in charge of, of working with the selections, working with the architect on the selections and, um, and Easy all part of that of the kind job, of stuff. Right? I'm sorry. Easy part of the job, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So easy. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it actually has made that part of the job so much easier between having the, the selection tab and, and all of those, all of that information, all those details in builder trend, and now being able to pair that with my dimensions and, and areas and all of that, um, and put it together and, and shoot it off to an architect or a vendor or whatever, uh, is, is it's, it's changed my job for sure. Love to hear that. Yeah, that is, uh, yeah, we uh, appreciate all customer feedback, but uh, great customer feedback compliments are always nice to hear as well, too. Absolutely. Well, Eric, we are running up on time. Uh, we could continue to talk to you forever. This is we could tell you're passionate about what you do. And, and, and what a scenic background. Yeah, it's been very calming <laughs> watching. It's it. just you happy to provide it. it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank you very much for coming on. Um, would love to talk to you again sometime. I'd love it. Yeah. Thanks so much. See ya. Charlie, you feel relaxed. You feel like you've been in yes, nature. Absolutely. That was the most beautiful background I've ever seen. Rivals my uh, Mount Rushmore little stint. Throwback to the Mount Rushmore episode. Throwback to the Mount Rushmore episode. But no, that was that was great. That was another episode of just uh, talking to someone that just truly loves what they do. And it's so refreshing. I feel like we constantly, I don't know, at least Zach and I, we talk about things that we could do better and things that we can improve on. And it's nice talking to customers that love what they do, love our product, and you can actually see the impact that we're making and that they're thus making to their clients. Um, really, really refreshing. And maybe that's just me, the the Zen and me kind of uh, leaking out after the, the scenic background behind that's that. That's that extra energy I was talking about in the intro. Yeah, absolutely. No, it was, it was fantastic. What do you think, Zach? Well, you know, I was thinking about during the interview, I don't think we've had a historic home builder before that or renovator. So that was really interesting to kind of hear that process. Right. 
he does a lot of things that I think more builders are starting to do, which is like bring in house labor. He talked right. about like finding good trades and you know, that, that is a huge piece of making construction happen, right? Like there's the administration, but you got to have people who do great work, the craftsmanship. I could really yeah. tell talking to him. who's a guy who pays attention to the details mm -hmm. and, and that I, I'm going to go check out his website and just see the work they're doing. And, oh, yeah, it's actually incredible. I, uh, I hate to admit this, but I was kind of scrolling their website during the interview just because they have a little like gallery yeah. page and I was scrolling through it. There's some really, really cool pictures. Yeah. Right there. You know, and he's a former history teacher. So it's really cool right. to kind of see him doing kind of the historic work. And it was, it was cool. It was also cool that his uh, partner's name was Zach. And every time, well, every time he said, him, every time he says name, I like my heart skipped. Like, oh, well, <laughs> when you would say it, when you said it, I thought you were talking about yourself in the third person. <laughs> you're like, oh, so Zach, the teacher, he uh, he's like a pretty cool guy. And I was like, he's a lot cooler than this Zach, the teacher, that's for sure. Yeah, if you want sick burns of Zach, <laughs> join the building code. No, that was a fantastic episode. I uh, hope everyone listening enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. I'm Charlie Bertwistle. I'm Zach Watovich. See you.